Good morning, beautiful people. I'm Jamie Filer, personal trainer and self-development coach. Welcome to your Monday morning mindset shift, where I'm going to teach you how to take what you're thinking and make it better. The glass is always half full, my friends. Today's shift is this. I have been having calls with people who are being onboarded into the program, and I have to say the percentage of people when I say, all right, let's look six months from now. What is it you're looking to accomplish? How can we help? If I can make, wave, wave a magic wand and make it happen for you, what would life look like? And they clam up. They don't know how to visualize. They don't have the words to put into a form what it is they want. And I don't want to say that's mind blowing. Um, because that's borderline offensive. Uh, But it it just, it honestly makes me a little bit sad that not everyone can picture their perfect life or also that nobody's ever asked them what they want before. They are like, oh, I never actually thought about that. That's so crazy. Or I have to keep asking, what else do you want? What else? What else? Because they've not been trained or taught how to think even bigger than like, 10 feet ahead or four weeks from now. So principles of an abundant mindset. How can we think in order to grow even bigger? Number one, eliminate the negativity. This is probably the easiest because it doesn't require you gathering more or adding. It actually involves you taking away distractions, noise, toxic people, Toxic relationships, energy vampires, time suckers, time wasters, literally anything that doesn't serve you, people and conversations. It can even be spaces and places. I had one client uh, and their win yesterday was that they cleaned their kitchen because it was that environment that was causing them anxiety. So they eliminated the negative. They just did a deep clean specifically of their kitchen. Amazing. Okay. This might be a conversation you have to have with a best friend, a partner, a parent, a coworker, a boss. Change the color of the conversation. Like Sam shared the idea of boundaries. Start setting some boundaries. Sometimes, obviously, we can't eliminate parents. Uh, We can't necessarily eliminate certain relationships with friends, but we can certainly set a boundary with them. You can decide not to go out. You can decide to go out and only stay till a certain time. You can tell your parents that certain topics are off limits. Set boundaries. Uh, If you want a good book for this, um, it's, it's a little bit weird. It's called Never Split the Difference. It's actually about hostage negotiation, but really it's about how to never compromise. Right. Because really in a compromise, though, it sounds positive. Each each person is kind of missing something from what they want. Read this book. See how to get what you want without it hurting the other person. But either way, step number one to having more is to. Eliminate what you don't want and that which isn't serving you. (laughs) Number two is get a shitty job or start something from the bottom. Okay, so. Um, if you already have a job, that's totally great. You don't have to quit in order to start again, but this, this could also apply to a different kind of adventure. If you've been maybe off the dating circuit for a while, let's start with kissing a bunch of frogs. 
If there's something you haven't tried athletically, maybe rock climbing, bouldering, uh, for some people, not us Floridians, but it's ski and snowboard season. Go do something you're bad at, okay? Why? Because starting from the bottom, if you reframe your mind, we'll show you how much, honestly, better you could be at it, right? Like going to a beginner class at CrossFit, you could choose to be like, man, this is this sucks so much. Like I'm so bad at all of the movements. Or you could say, wow, there are people who have been doing this for a year and they're amazing at it. If I just stick with it, I could be where they are. So again, it does require a particular shift in mindset, but I do encourage you to challenge yourself by going out and doing something at the base beginner level or something you've been avoiding, a challenge. Um, just do something you kind of know you're bad at. Number three is almost the opposite of number one. Find a think tank. Find a mastermind. Join a networking group. Find a way to always be the dumbest person in the room. All right. You're the sum total of the five people you spend the most time with. So if number one was eliminate some of those five who are you know, crab in the bucket mentality, they're trying to pull you down. Let's replace them with this number three. Find, you can find a mastermind for your respective industry. You can find a master. We have locally, we have something here called St. Pete Girl Bosses. You can totally join something in your area, right? Um, you can also surround yourself. Oh gosh, I don't remember who it was, but they have a board of directors in their head. So what this means is I, there's the CEO of a company. Oh my gosh, they're so famous. And I don't know why their name is escaping me, but essentially he runs every decision he makes of his board of directors, but his board of directors isn't real. It's like a figurative, you know, kind of last supper table. Who would you, who would you have at your last supper? If you could ask someone from history, any question, who would it be? Right? So surround yourself with great books and YouTube videos and Instagram pages from really inspiring, thought-provoking, eye-opening people. If you can't find anyone in real life yet, uh, great book for this, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. He interviewed like the 30 wealthiest people between, oh my gosh, I think he spent 20 years of his life doing it. He didn't even get a job. He just interviewed the wealthiest people, right? Because he spent the majority of his younger years surrounding himself with the likes of Andrew Carnegie and Henry Ford and Charles Schwab, right? He spent decades interviewing them before he wrote his book. And now his name will go down with names of people like Carnegie, Ford, and Schwab. So find a think tank for yourself. Surround yourself with those kinds of people. Alternatively, you can also read their biographies. Self-development and self-help books are amazing, but biographies, I feel, okay, so there are certain types of books that teach you what to think, right? So we've got like, uh, oh my gosh, what is, uh, investing for dummies, okay? And you can read this book, get it from the library, and it can teach you about the S&P 500 and stocks versus bonds versus mutual funds. And that's what to think, where to put your money. Or you can read Warren Buffett's biography and get it. Charlie Munger's biography and get into the brain of the wealthiest man in the world and why he chooses the investments he does, right? You don't need to read an investment book 
to invest like Warren Buffett. Read Warren Buffett's biography to learn how to think like Warren Buffett. Get inside his head. Um, I know that Michelle Obama's biography has been great. Andre Agassi's um, biography has been great. Even Bill Clinton's biography is like on the top 10 of all time, right? Go learn how the greatest of all time think. Um, if you're not so much a book person, that's fine. I don't blame you. Michael Jordan's The Last Dance, also one of the best documentaries, not just sports documentary, but like documentary of all time. Uh, I think it's like a seven or 10 part series totally worth every hour that you're watching. You get to go into the mind and heart and soul of my opinion, greatest athlete of all time. So uh, good book. Warren Buffett has a biography, great Netflix series, the last dance, Michael Jordan. Number five meditation. I know a lot of you are going to cringe. Okay. But also remember that meditation can look like whatever it looks like to you. For some people it's sound bath healing noises on Spotify. And that's great. And they let their thoughts just go. For other people, it's a guided meditation. So uh, Vishen Lakiani, I highly recommend you look him up on YouTube. He's got some great five, 10, 20 minute ones. Um, Mike Zeller, there's one, oh my gosh, Mike Zeller, NLP. I don't want to say unleash the power within because I know that's Tony Robbins, but it's something that sounds like that. Just Google Mike Zeller NLP meditation. Okay. Five minute, literally any, the calm app. If you have that, why? Because again, this allows you to create within your own mind, what it is you want. So instead of going after what Michael Jordan wants, what Warren Buffett wants, what any of your friends who you've started to elevate as a function of want, you get to spend some time with yourself and say, what do I want? How do I take all of these things I've learned from these books and these people and uh, my friends and the think tanks and put it all together in my mind so that I can see it and form it, right? It's not, I'll believe it when I see it. It's like, you, once you see, you'll if you believe it, then you'll see it, all right? So picture it in your mind first so that it can happen for you in real life. That is another one of the reasons I encourage guided meditation. Give and give without expectation to receive. Uh, highly recommend the book Giver's Gain uh, or Success Principles by Jack Canfield. The principle of giver's gain is that only by giving are you able to receive more than you have. Every success, pre every success principle book I've ever read involves giving away money, whether whether it's in the to a mentor or a coach or charity, right? There's no loss when you give. The other thing is that, okay, so that's from like the psychological perspective, the emotional, the heartfelt, the mental. Again, just give it away. Karma, you'll get it back, but don't do it with the expectation to get it back. Okay, here's the other reason. Strategically speaking, psychologically speaking, if you automatically give the same amount every month or year, say, uh, whatever, Susan G. Komen Foundation, right? We're going, money's going to breast cancer. Love it, okay? Your brain will subconsciously see the deficit and find subconscious ways to make it back. So if you know that every year you give three grand, five grand, okay, to breast cancer awareness, though there is a deficit created, in order to bring you up to baseline, 
your brain, your reticular activating system is going to put out its like its tentacles to find opportunities and people and networks to make it back so that your baseline is higher to begin with before you give. It's like raising the thermostat level of your checking account. So again, if you give 5K every month or every year, rather, your brain is actually going to find a way to elevate your baseline checking account to 5K, right? The other thing is 5K is a lot. I get it. Give your time, right? Um, Katie's going to start volunteering at the Humane Society of Tampa Bay. Give your energy. If a friend is really struggling, just listen to them. Give quality time, okay? If that's your form of currency, time and energy, go for it. Again, always without the expectation to receive it back. And then finally, and this this idea was my favorite. I read about it recently um, in, uh, I really need to start remembering where I read things. Okay, have a millionaire experience. Go stay in a five-star hotel for one or two nights. Go eat a meal in a two-star, in a two-Michelin star, two-star Michelin restaurant. Go test drive a Jaguar or a Rolls, okay? Go rent an exotic car for a 24-hour period, right? Rent a Jaguar next time you go away, but only for a day. Get an Airbnb for a night that has eight bedrooms, okay? This experience will be so freaking amazing for you. Your brain, again, is going to try harder to raise the thermostat of your life in order to make that happen again for you almost like a drug, but in a really good way. It's going to want to replicate that experience. It's going to want you to do more and be more and have more so that every time you go away, you'll be able to find a two-star Michelin restaurant. You'll be able to rent a Jag for one day longer and one day longer and one day longer. And you're going to start to want to stay in Four Seasons hotels, right? Again, it's going to seek out opportunities and networks, right? It may even be like, your job sends you away. And when they send you away, instead of putting you up in the Marriott Courtyard, they're putting you up in a W hotel, right? Or uh, so again, an elevated experience. It'll get a taste and it will want more. And that's your Monday morning mindset shift. I appreciate you listening. If you loved what you heard, subscribe, like, share, and tag me in stories about this podcast. I'll share back. Until next time, the glass is always half full, my friends.